Hello and welcome to Drinking with the Artist, a Melbourne art review podcast. We are your hosts, Matto Lucas and Elisaveta Motsova. Never unprofessional, but always semi-confessional. This is Drinking with the Artist. Welcome to Drinking with the Artist special episode 1, part 1 Liz goes to Seoul, Korea. Such is life. Hello! <laughs> Matter, is that you? Hi! Hi, Liz! <laughs> we are doing a special episode. Uh, we know that uh, you loyal fans of Drinking with the Artist uh, Season 1 probably need a little fix between now and when we are ready to release Season 2. So we thought we'd do a little catch up and tell you where we've been. We're playing, we're doing show and tell today and we're playing catch up on our, uh, we both had international holidays. Oh, international success. International darling. And today we're drinking. Woo! Woo! Um, With the artist. The Georgie Oback sparkles that we actually were serving at the podcast launch for season one. Oh yeah. Thanks to everybody who joined us. That was, that, did you just cheers yourself against the bottle? Was that the saddest sound you've ever heard? It's only sad because it's the start. <laughs> you know it always picks Give me your glass. So, <laughs> yeah, thanks to everyone who came to season one. It was a, an intimate but very successful launch. And we're pretty happy with how it's been traveling and received. We've had no complaints. We haven't been cancelled for our unprofessional... Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's cancelled us, so... Cheers to that. Cheers. So we launched season one as a one batch thing, as everybody knows, and that was really awesome because uh, we want to get you hooked and get you addicted to our little brands. But also kind of like, you know, it's nice to be able to present a bunch of episodes um, to anyone who might want to be involved in the future. But anyway, we'll call that a strategic move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we plan things. You can't deny we don't plan things. We plan things. And then we took some time off. Um, we were both went on a holiday and this is kind of like a little two part special yeah. season, mid season yes. episode where yeah. we tell each other about our holidays. Yeah. But before we get into that, yeah. can Ooh. I tell a story? Oh my god, if this is the story I think. So yes. you know, you've listened to season one, you think we're like pretty famous celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, I understand. But I want you to know that we haven't really changed, we're still the same. <laughs> Like, uh, becoming famous hasn't really changed us or messed with us. And yeah, those, still, those like, 200 listens really went to my head. And, you know, people are asking us, like, do we get recognized in the street and on public transport? Well, mostly in Melbourne, you know. And the answer is no. Um, but I'm maybe on appearing on some sort of other special list. Wait, wait, wait. Also, can I, can I just put a margin note in here? How would we get recognized from a podcast? Well, we Instagram our faces. I guess that is true. There are photos of us for the podcast episodes, but just love you. Like, do you get recognized on the street from radio? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) My voice is is very distinct and obnoxious. Well, people do sometimes stop me in pubs and go, please stop talking. I can hear you. Like, I'm cool. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, I've just been behaving like a bit of a weirdo. 
now that I'm back in Melbourne and like back in the hustling game and really I was away for a week and you'll hear about my trip in more detail in a sec but a week was not enough it was just like no. too many things yep. and I feel like I'm still running around like a little crazy hamster in a little yep. crazy spinning wheel and sometimes I just do like really bizarre weird awkward things and the story that I was going to tell I've told Maddo and he seems to enjoy it so the other day I'm on the tram <clears throat> And it's, you know, my daily commute, and there's some people on the tram, but not too many. But the thing is, like, the good seats are taken, right? And I travel from, like, one suburb to another. I want a good seat. So I look around, and there's one good seat left. And you know the good seats? It's the ones where it's, like, two seats. Yeah. And it's facing in the direction of the tram. Yeah, because you can't go back in time. No. No. That's weird. You can't sit going the opposite direction. No. No. Because you know why I read, like, and this is definite proof that that's just not normal. You don't have flights, plane seats. Ah, ah, I didn't notice that. Although, actually, no flight attendants sit backwards. That's true. But you're not working on this tram. That's true. Anyway. That's true. Working or not, I'm working on my social skills because... Let's let's hope so. (laughs) (laughs) So, I look up and down the tram and there's this one good seat left, but it's sort of one seat left because... There is a student of some capacity with a school uniform on and a musical instrument in tow. And maybe like a stand for this musical instrument. There's a lot of baggage. But anyway, the students kind of like spread out all over the seat and there was enough space for me. I'm not a huge lady. I'm a small lady. And I look up and down the tram and I approach the student. And I could have said anything. Like move your bag or can I sit down or excuse me excuse me would have been good yeah yeah a normal Um, a normal (laughs) but instead I kind of made eye contact and said can I sit with you (laughs) (laughs) it's oh wait it still kills me that you asked a child can I sit with you I actually love it like I cackled thinking about this <laughs> oh, the other so night. It's amazing. But then the student, I'm like, just like for reference, it's a big student. I mean, maybe she, what? maybe they. I mean, like you know, body size. Like I don't, I can't tell right. how old they were. Oh Jesus! <laughs> just but the instrument was big, so I assume they weren't like primary school age. Maybe they were in high school. Yeah. Which is actually the more upsetting bit. Like being creeped to children, that's like one level of creep. But being creeped to teenagers, they're like, are generally probably cooler than me on any given day. I just like flash back to my own awkward, dorky teenage years and I was like, But did, so did they move? Did they... Oh yeah, yeah. They they looked at me and kind of like looked away. (laughs) A bit of a look of disgust on their face and just like gathered their shit and like just squished in the corner and just like I'd just be so if I was that student I'd be so freaked out like may I sit with you is really disturbing I love it it's I know like I love it when you're trying to say something your brain is like nah and you know there are scenarios where maybe that line is appropriate and friendly and like to to a, a strange child no, a stranger of oh. capacity. And I think part of my problem is the fact that I don't know if it's a child because I'm not very good at telling people's age. So, like, in my That's mind, not going to hold up in court. Yeah, the school uniform wouldn't be. Let me tell you, that defence does not hold up in court. Jesus. I love it. 
I love everything about it. So back to us awkwardly traveling mm. through Melbourne. Oh, we were, we were wonders overseas. They loved us. Yes, after launching season one, we had a holiday. And I wish it was planned that way, but it was more like we'd launched season one before. We both had holidays. Yes. Book, so yeah. it makes you feel like generally a bit more of an international success story. If you've got like project launch, see you later. Yeah, <laughs> if you leave on holiday after something like that, you can just delude yourself into thinking you're this like jet setting, <laughs> successful podcast launching artist. Yeah, I get it. So, you know, just for anyone out there wanting to benefit from our tips... Let's... Yeah, schedule a, an important <laughs> deadline right before international travel. <laughs> yep. Soul mama. Soul mama. Oh, I, my mama's not Korean. That's weird. Yeah, so I went to Seoul. Uh, and I don't want to say that I went to Korea because... Or South Korea because we specifically went just to Seoul. So yeah. me and my lover... Um, That's gross. No, shut up. You Lover should only be used after meat and before pizza. <laughs> meat lover pizza? Yeah. That's a little So, okay, so you and your lover went to Seoul. <laughs> yeah, so the lover and I went to Seoul and we are kind of um, riding this wave of going to, you know, these huge cosmopolitan Asian cities and just going there with no agenda of any kind, just going to eat delicious food, get lost and wonder about the city and have no plans. That sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And um, even like days beforehand, people are like, so have you got a plan? Like, have you got a list of things to do? I'm like, no, yeah. I'm going to get there and I'm going to just like let the city entertain me. Love it. And part of my agenda is obviously always seeing the art. Yeah. And I was... So overwhelmed with how many amazing galleries there were in Wow, really? It was it was actually just insane. Um What kind of galleries? It like everything. Really? So they have like beautiful national institutions and like collecting bodies and museums. Yeah. Um and museums of all the old parts and museums of all the new parts and just like all of the stuff and um, Asian art and European art yep. and Amer- like there is a huge market. Wow! And what about Aries or like experimental places? So this is what I want to tell you about. Okay. Oh, I was going to mention two galleries, but actually I'm going to throw in a sneak. Yeah. Effect. Yep. So there's I ended up seeing a bunch of galleries, but I'll, I'll specifically talk about a couple of them and just like tell you little stories. But um, the way we kind of travel, I before we do that is um the lover and i um no okay so he's a bit directionally challenged so we'll walk into a shop and walk out and he'll go the way we came yeah yeah so normally i know navigation yes okay yeah yeah but you know generally bossing my way through life anyway (laughs) like (laughs) this is which way we go okay it doesn't matter who you're with colleagues lovers other people's lovers (laughs) (laughs) okay cool yep (laughs) Um, but this time um and we take it in turns on this holiday normally it's me navigating and eventually I get bored and I give my lover a go but this time we're like okay we're only away for seven days so let's take it in turns and obviously on all the days that I would navigate I would just like google galleries yeah yeah 
and just like be totally not precious about it. Just like look at what's on and what kind of area things are in and just go for it. And um, we're all both also like really massive fans of walking around cities. Yep. Because we also eat and drink quite heavily. You <laughs> drinking heavily? Well, you know, when on holiday. Well, yeah, when in Rome. <laughs> or Seoul. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we. Uh, yeah, just get, like walking around everywhere and looking at the spaces. So the first day that we get there, I'm like, okay, I want to like the first day we go out exploring. I'm like, I want to go to this one specific gallery, and it was the Metro. Uh, oh God, um, hang on, I couldn't tell you which gallery that was. That was the National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art in Seoul. Okay, yep. So this is a really big institution. Yep. And it's not that far from where we're staying. So we went for a little walk up that way and I thought, because I Googled a couple of the galleries and I was like, oh, there seems to be two in that area. Yep, And yep. so as we get there, we're kind of walking up to that space and we're walking up this huge square and like just absorbing the city. And my lover starts going, is it that one? Is it that one? Is it that one? There was just so many freaking right. galleries in a row. Yep. Except, but where are we going? Is it that one? Amazing. I'm like, no. And it was just like, I'm like, shut up. We're not there yet. <laughs> I will tell you when we're there. And eventually we get to, yeah, the National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art. And it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really smart when you like Google an area and you see there's lots of other galleries so you can go, well, this is the one I want to see. And then after, if I've got time, I can go to ABC or whatever. But the thing is, right, I didn't even know that there were so many galleries there. I, I saw there was two that I liked. So, we, yeah, we went to the National Museum and actually this the building was really beautiful and there's yep. an amazing sculpture outside that I was awesome. just like in love with. And I'll maybe talk about that just real quick. Um, but there wasn't actually any shows on that I wanted to see. Right. So I was like, oh, cool. That's fine. I've seen the space. Like I know where it is. And normally like I'm pretty obsessive with buying like catalogs of every space. Yeah. Yep. 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 And like, yeah, anyway. So um, we didn't actually end up saying to see any shows, but we saw the space and kind of wandered around the gardens. And Well, I still think it's just as important to see that, like, even if there's no curated shows on or that speak to you, it's so important to go to those big, like, you know, national museums yeah. and see the actual architecture and understand its heritage in the gardens and stuff. So I still think mm. that's, that's worthwhile. And actually that really set the tone because what ended up happening for me with Seoul was like, I went for the art, the food, the shopping, the booze, but I stayed for the architecture. Oh, cool. Yeah. It just ended up blowing my mind. And nice. I know nothing yep. about architecture. Yeah. I mean, but I am really curious to learn more now. Yeah. And, um, you, 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 but, you know, Melbourne, we're lucky. We've got lots of various architecture. So it's kind mm. of like second nature as well. We've got heritage, contemporary, like mm. a whole bunch of... It's still such a young country, though. Exactly. It, to put yeah. it in perspective, you know. Oh. Like, this was... It just a wild. Yeah. I mean, I went to an incense shop in Japan that was older than Australia. Or older than white Australia. So it's uh, like... I, yeah. The building, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there, there is this beautiful sculpture, which I think is part of the permanent um, installation. Like, essentially, to describe it, it was a star. Yep. A star that was about, on. Oh, I'm going to take a guess, at like seven metres tall. Oh, she. And the star is made up of um, 
cooking pots okay. and vessels. Yeah. And they're just like kind of just like stuck together to make various rods of this like 3D asterisk kind oh, of cool. thing, right? Yep. So that kind of stuff. Think more like yep, asterisk like snowflake kind yep, of thing, right? Like a starburst. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. Rather than like... Uh, uh, yeah, like a 2D cartoon star. Yeah, yep. not that one. No. The snowflakey one. Yeah. Cool. And it's, yeah, and it's made out of like all this, like this used kitchen pots and cooking equipment that the artists have actually, oh no, where dimensions are, Nine meters. Wow! Fucking insane thing. And so, and it's called dandelion. Oh, cute! So it was like a a dandelion spore. Yeah, yeah. By an artist whose name I'm not going to attempt (laughs) to um, pronounce, but we will have a link in the show notes as always. I think we butchered artists' names enough in season one, to be honest. Why stop now? Yeah, (laughs) that's our thing. Many things are yeah. A lot of people's girlfriends are in there. Um, but anyway, the artist was kind of talking about, um, yeah, gathering um, stories through um, about people's lives and people's heritage and the idea of like coming together around food and cooking, um, and but also the vessels in which the food got prepared. So, uh, and also talking about the kind of the environmental impact of all that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Considering the fact that I didn't go to see an exhibition at, the museum. Yeah, I actually saw a really beautiful piece of work outside. That I love just it. Touched me. Yeah, cool. and it's always the most unexpected thing like that too. Like you've got to be open to the experience, and something like that can come along. But yeah. I love that. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was kind of it was kind of cool and kind of special. Yeah. Um, and then we finally made our way through. Um, to the, a space that I really wanted to see, which was really highly rated. Okay. Um, and it was called the, which is kind of like in the same neighborhood, but of course we took a couple of wrong turns and ended up on some <laughs> weird, like, oh my God, there's this pit of soul with this like old school villagey kind of part where you, the skyline is just insane. Oh wow. Yeah. And it's like, it's not flat. You, it's kind of like, I don't know. Narnia? What? What do you mean? <laughs> well, like, you're walking up a path and you're like, cool, that seems to be like a path that's leading me to something. And then before you know it, you're at the end of this path and you're kind of on this cliff and you look back and you're just like, whoa, how far did I just climb? And I don't remember taking stairs, but somehow I'm on top and looking down and it's just wild. It's okay. Kind of like, Were you drinking? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at that point. Not soju? <laughs> Not a soju trip? for like a couple of minutes yep. and it didn't go well yeah. even for that first afternoon I'm like oh bless why but anyway. oh I feel no mm-hmm. I feel it's like I very much know inside me that this is the wrong way but I'll let you have this for now but the thing is how will they learn if they don't try some just are hard learners some are hard learners and we eventually get to our Sanjay centre okay right this exhibition space is like a contemporary um, contemporary soul gallery and they are showing contemporary Asian work. Yep. 
and they've been around for a long while. One of the books I ended up buying was this week catalog, um, which I've still not unwrapped because I've still not had a chance to sit down. No, it's really dumb. This is crazy. I've got a pile of books that I'm working my way through, and it's, I've not had a chance. Um, and this is their catalog from 1995 to 2016 of like all the shows that they oh, did. Oh wow! Like I know, like an obsessive little book. Book. That's cool though. Right? Yeah. So just like for reference, we're in 2019. Yeah. So this is like a couple of years old now and it was on sale, but I kind of figured that's like a really beautiful archive of what... Massively. And it's a cool book, like the black page edges. Yeah, what? it's a really design. It is designed quite nicely. I'm mm. a big fan of what I'm seeing. And that's that's awesome. I love that kind of like archive, that history. So it's a contemporary gallery? It's yeah, a, yeah, Is yeah, it yeah, a yeah. commercial gallery? So I kind of... No, because the work wasn't for sale. Okay, yep. So, um, but however, you know, we're only ever using Melbourne's, like, art framework to define the spaces that we're looking at. So, um, I won't, like, definitively say what it is and what it isn't. I'll just, like, share my observations. Yeah. So, yeah, the work was uh, not for sale and it was just a solo one artist show okay and it was through two floors and you had to pay to get in which I really respect because I um I especially when I travel internationally I'm like I want to pay to see the work yep I want to support the work um so but yeah tickets weren't expensive it was like five bucks each or something yeah yeah you know um and the exhibition is called Renaissance of a Sad Smile okay by Kit Lee and it's two floors of projection work. Beautiful. Projection work has been something that I'm really getting into more and more over the last couple of years. Like, I remember at art school, I couldn't stand it. Really? Oh, man. I love me some video and projection and experimental media work. Nah. When I was at art school, I was just like, give me the classics. Really? Give me the traditional. I don't want none of this new age. Yeah, it's amazing. I didn't like come out with a painting major. But you just had a video work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just made like three. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But um, it's amazing that like I feel like I'm just now really coming into and okay, really yeah. loving. Awesome. And this exhibition was just so beautiful. Good. And it oh man. So what kind of works? What the way it kind of used the space was also really good. Um it kind of uh one of the pieces was um so there's no text in the whole thing. Um actually I kind of remember if I got a gallery sheet or if it was just like go forth and explore. Um, but it was very much like experience and interacted with the work. Like he was not, there was not an essay on the wall that I remember seeing. Um, there definitely wasn't labels next to each work. It was very much just like engage with the work how you want to. Yeah. Um, which I think is a really cool thing because that must, to me, that, um, makes an assumption of a certain level of engagement from the audience, right? You suspect, you might expect that the, audience has a certain level of engagement to begin with in the arts to be able to engage with that work yes i feel like a lot of times in galleries i don't know maybe in melbourne maybe this is like a grander context but it's like we have to be told things and explain things and i know people interact with shows totally different like because you know some people need to go in and read all the text first before looking at the pictures and there's that no right or wrong way but this is just like the work okay so and the, uh, 
I think like we have spoken briefly in the past, I think in relation to bus projects about the idea mm. of like the artist's copy or text being possibly more important than the work. Um, and I went to see a show last night at Margaret Lawrence. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it was opening up at Angela Tia Tia, a video work called The Fall. Mm-hmm. And on my first walkthrough, I hadn't picked up an artist statement or a, a, the little program. And I walked through and I liked the work. I didn't love it. And then I read about it and then I suddenly really loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That... And it kind of made so much more sense yeah. and gave context to things that I was questioning Um and, you know, you kind of, am I an idiot? Am I, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's that toss-up. But it sounds so great that, like, if you love the work in this space and there was no text, that yeah. sounds like it's really strong work. So what was the video? So, well, it resonates with me, right? Yeah. That might be a point of, like, a barrier to entry to someone else. Right. Yeah. Know? Yes. Yep. So that's that's kind of what I wanted to maybe say. But, um, oh, man, but that, just quickly on about the artist text thing. Yep. Do you remember, oh man, this is years ago, I reckon maybe about 2014, 2015, there was an exhibition at King's that was like art text wank? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a really funny show. Yes. And it's like, yes. We should probably also have a link to that. Yeah, no, no, I do remember that. I've forgotten completely about that. So, yeah, and then, like, the, the point is, it's like, when gallery text is shit, and yeah. it's nothing, and it's just like jargon for the sake of jargon, don't bother. There's also a, an incredible book, um, which I have, which I've read, uh, and I wish I had the actual name and author. It's a, she's a female author that writes and lectures on art writing and mm. um, artist statements, and she wrote a book called Writing About Art. Oh, yeah. Were you reading that last year? I think yes. you were telling me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah, b- yeah. bought it last year. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. great. It's really great. It's like it's a specific set of skills right and yep. I think it's kind of I don't know being a modern day artist is like you're expected to wear again the thing we talk about so often is like, wear so many hats and yep. have so many skills and some of us are just not good at writing and that's but, fine I mean, because we're good at pictures this author breaks it down and says basically uh, don't add any of those bullshit jargon kind of wank terms like keep yeah. it really simple tell people why you made a work what it's about like why you've done the things you've done or if you're reviewing a show mm-hmm. like just talk clearly about the show mm-hmm. so I think I mean that's what we do when we talk about it here mm-hmm. like we're yeah. not adding in all this like extra academic or over intellectualized <laughs> oh look what we learned at school the wine took away but yeah I don't know. Art writing is a fascinating thing. But that yeah. sounds amazing. Like, I love... Yeah. And now that's... I will finally tell you what the pictures were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's my favourite thing. The videos were of, like, nothing. Excuse <laughs> mm, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they were kind of like... Um, the work that you sort of first walk in uh, was this really slow piece. And it was kind of like... It was big. And it was blurry. And it was kind of this video of like some flowers in somebody's window. It kind of looked like somebody was watching somebody else's flowers from like maybe an apartment window from across the street. Yeah. And that was it. Okay. And there was some like subtitles and some text. And it was like there was a dialogue going on. Uh, It was quite emotive uh, and quite like, I don't know. Confessional, I suppose. Okay. It was almost like a therapy session was being um, 
like exposed. And then there was this like this little like couple of bars simple track that would just like kick in and play every now and then. So other than that, it's a pretty like it's a huge warehousey kind of space. Um, two floors of it, but it's just like occasionally this like loop of like this little bars of audio would kick in and it's just like this really weird kind of catchy like e-holy kind of tune and and it actually got stuck in my head for days it was just just insane it sounds cool it was cool yeah and the text was just yeah so and there was a couple of works like that and there was another one that was kind of like of a uh like uh, some light on a bed uh, but again, it's really grainy and it's like the color of the sheets is kind of like the color of the wall. So you can see this movement and it's kind of like the whole like, aesthetic of the show and like, I probably should have a better way of describing this, but if I were to take off my glasses, I can't see. Right. And that's kind of how it all looked. So slightly incoherent. It's yeah, but it's something quite like familiar and domestic and quite comforting but also kind of like emotionally kind of like getting under your skin nice how i felt yeah and there was yeah as i say two floors and uh what i really liked is the way that they actually played with the projector as a tool like as as a medium in that like the it wasn't just there to project video right it it toyed with angles excellent Um, i love that like on the second level um, of the show there was uh, or on the first level I can't remember where you had to start but whatever the the second floor you got to see you kind of like walk in and you like you walk across a projection Okay. And like, oh, whoa. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. And you don't really know who you apologizing to. And then you realize the projection is just like a white wall. Oh, I love and that. And it's kind of like coming around the corner. So you had no way of yep. walking through that. So it's like site specific as well. Yeah. Like really. Uh, yeah. Which makes me think that the work is absolutely commissioned for the space. Yeah. Def- yeah. Unless it's an artwork that's been made for the space as a site specific response. Maybe they do a call out. Yeah. And it's like, if that's the case, that artist choice effing nailed it that sounds amazing and i really love like that and playing with the patrons as well oh like, yeah you just yeah. have no choice to engage yeah and it's just so beautiful um and then the other work in that space that i really loved so um there's a window in the gallery um and i don't know if it's normally kind of like frosted out it's kind of like you know when you get um like <laughs> in some dodgy areas when a shop is being renovated instead of like having cool posters being like this is a hot new bubble coming to this place they like mix some water and white paint and just oh, like, yeah. make like a cheap ghetto frosty yep. covering thing um to like frost out the glass it kind of looked like that but kind of more gray anyway but you could still see through um you could still see the tree outside yeah so there was a work that had filmed that window. Oh, cool. That was being projected next to so, the window. Yeah, so really site-specific, like very gallery-heavy. That sounds awesome. I love that. It was just so good. Yeah. And attention I, to space, like where you're exhibiting the work. So that, I love that respect for right? it. Yeah. And it was like... Uh, the interaction was so intentional and, like, you couldn't see that work anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Or it would need to be remade for the specific view from a new gallery. Like, mm. yeah. Mm. And so, yeah. Um, and some of the text, oh, my gosh. And there was this one that was kind of like, yeah. The, the video was kind of of, like, a 
yeah, like a curtain by a bedside. Okay, yep. And then there's not, nothing really going on in any of the videos, but they're just kind of like, not even durational, but like, you just have to sit with them. Yeah, yep. Um, and I took a couple of images, obviously, for my Instagram, but yep. also for my own personal collection of like art porn. Um, and I think there's like one shot, it was said, like the, the text is in Korean, but there's also English subtitles. And this one particular work on one particular frame says, I think he's mentally dead. Oh. Um, but yeah. It, oh, and the other thing. Yeah, that's right. So then there was also like these weird transparent sticker photographs that were displayed on the glass staircase between the two floors. Okay. So you blink and you miss them, but also it was really difficult to see. Like it was like an unmade bed. There was a photograph of that you could see through. Oh. That, but you could still like see onto the city. Okay. So it engaged with the actual window and the space outside again. Yeah. Wow. It just did that push and pull thing yep. constantly and so oh, I love incredibly it. well. Yeah. And yeah, and it's just like just silhouettes of lights and plants and it just totally toyed with the space and yeah, it just transformed the space. So it sounds well. beautiful. Like it sounds like a really beautiful show. Yeah, it, it, it was just incredibly, um, yeah, it's just, just, it's so absolutely amazing and beautiful. So awesome. They have documentation on the website, so I really yep. suggest, you know, we'll do that thing. Oh, and there's this one work, it's just like this weird kind of two-tone blue, kind of like a broth coat, but not really. Okay, yeah. Um, and it, one of the lines was, happiness is a piece of pebble. Oh. <laughs> Love that's, it. That's spiritual. <laughs> but yeah, and it kind of like... I don't know, it kind of took the piss, but maybe not. And maybe it was just like really slow, nostalgic and melancholy. Yep. I really loved it. Awesome. No, it sounds great. Yeah. So what was the space called again? Oh, right. That was at Art Sanjay Centre. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. We'll, and we'll do links and we'll do yep. things. Uh, I think I need more wine. Yeah. Well, there's a whole bottle here. I am. I realized how um, exhausted I am, and I've had half a glass, and I kind of feel a little bit I'm not as young as I used to be <laughs> back in season one. <laughs> Which we launched two months ago. I know, it feels like ages ago. We did holiday good. Uh, and then, so yeah, that was pretty amazing. Um, and then I said, uh, mentioned that I was going to um, yes. bring up a really cool space um, that is. <laughs> uh, I think is maybe a bit of an Ari, but maybe not. Um, yep. So the another space that I saw was, and it's got the best name, Total Museum of Contemporary Art. Total Museum. Total Museum. So good. <laughs> I actually love that. That is so good. <laughs> Total Museum, and it was the best. Yeah. Um, this was on a different day in a different part of town, and we and, and this space had amazing reviews. And what I kind of pictured from like the Googles yep. uh, was kind of like almost like a Heidi or like a okay. Tarawara's like yep. site specific kind of space. Yep. Because it kind of talks about like inside and outside and like it's a lot of things going on. But it wasn't like that. Because, okay. you know, it's also a lot more people 
and like 20 minutes on the bus is actually you're you're still in Seoul yeah yeah um and it was kind of like on this hilly bit and again coming back to the architecture of the city there's hills all around there's like buildings top on top of buildings and it was just unreal the view from there yeah I kind of maybe get the idea of maybe like a bit of a tourac. Oh, okay. Right. Seoul? Because you could see like into the hills and these houses were insane. Okay. There was one that kind of looked like a spaceship. <laughs> and there was just like all, all the architecture. It's kind of like, as if in Seoul, you kind of go, the architects went, we are gods. Yeah. We yeah. do what we want. And, and they just do. And it's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. So what was it like then? So, you get there um, to this, the Turtle Museum of Contemporary Art. Totally. Totally. Um, and you go down these stairs, and it's this kind of big, beautiful building that's kind of, again, like, built on a hill, so it's kind of, like, built into, side on, and it's just incredible. Um, and it's, like, a lot of red, uh, the metal red raw Like, the rusted, iron. Uh, the ionized... Yeah. yeah, my architecture yeah. language is just like now, non-existent. I used to know what it was called before I started drinking. It's it's ionized steel, like, like what Acro is made out. Yeah, yeah, ionized steel. Is that? Uh, yeah. Cool. O- oxidized, we'll oxidized iron, ionized oxygen. Oh. It, yeah, I know that rusted look. The, the, the yeah. red metal yes. thing, right? Yeah. Rusty looking. Yeah, Acro aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, like, more built into the landscape and you go down these incredibly steep stairs together and there's, like, a sakura tree and blossoming in the corner, of course, as there is. It's just amazing. And then you go go into the building and, again, you pay to see the show. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's another video show. Okay. Not a projection. Uh, oh, although there was a couple of projection pieces, but a, a lot of video pieces. And, uh, y- yeah, it was just amazing. And the, this space was... Like, how do I even describe this with my good describing words? And I'm, like, actually looking at my Instagram for, like, references, like, guide me through that memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you kind of, like, walk into the space and you don't really know... Uh, if you've started at the start or the end and you're just like, oh, I'm going to follow this like rabbit hole. Yep. Just follow it, just trust it. And as the minute you walk in, you kind of go down these steps and you sort of see light coming up from the bottom and from the top and there's kind of this waterfall that kind of runs inside oh of my the cliff. It's insane. That's, yeah. Just wild. totally wild. And then there's like this kind of like diamond-shaped window that's in the ground. Okay. That goes down to the next level. So how do you go, like, do you go through the window? Well, yeah, you just, no, no you know, you keep going down the stairs. Right. But, like, you pass these things. Right. On your way down. And as you get to the end of the first, like, kind of, like, to the first landing, right, there's a little curtain on the right, which I actually didn't even notice. My lover noticed that. And we pull this curtain and you go in and there's video work in there. But it is dangerous as shit. And this is what? the other part that I love. Wait, why is it dangerous? Because you go behind this curtain, there's no light except for this one video work. Yeah. Um, you're, you actually don't know this, but you're kind of on this like stagey platform thing. Oh, shit. And there is a drop in front of you. What the? And there is no light. And you just kind of walk in and you just kind of like actually just follow the 
like you pull the pull the curtain back with your right hand and you actually should be yes. just for like following the wall with your left hand because there is like maybe a meter full of platform and then there's a drop oh god and that's where the video is that like sounds down really that kind of dangerous thing. what the fuck and there's maybe some rocks down there too. <laughs> <laughs> like but again, an assumption of an intelligent art audience. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like you can, like you could never do that in Melbourne. Like, no, well, you have to, yeah, you have to like sign waivers. You know, yeah, give that your blood crazy. samples. Have like ambulance on standby. Whereas this is just like play with the fate, with the space, and the <laughs> with the fate. Yeah. <laughs> fate? Play with our audience's fate. And face. You, you may break it. You may die. <laughs> that sounds crazy. It was kind of insane. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, so yeah, it is another video work and I posted a stuff about that. And actually wasn't gonna talk about that space, but um, the cool thing that they did as well was that they toyed with a lot of glass walls and yep. so it was again a lot of that inside outside architectural play. Yep. Um, a lot of exposed elements and sharp lines, maybe brutalism. Oh yeah. But it seems a bit... Brutalism's more concrete and in, like, thicker, bolder blocks, like, very utilitarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not brutalism, isn't no. it? No. Maybe, just maybe a reference of the materials. Oh, anyway, yeah, we'll, yeah. Learn, we'll learn more about architecture <laughs> as we go along. I feel like we have to. Well, yeah. Set ourselves some homework. Someone school us. If you're an architect and into art, join us for a, oh, a yes, drink. Oh, yes, please. We would love that. Yeah. And then the exhibition. So the exhibition that was called there is... Um, the Wall and Other Stories. Cool. And it was like a bunch of different artists. Yep. Um, so I suspect it was a curated show. Yep. And uh, and this is going to be really awesome um, radio noise, but I'm showing Matter one of my Instagram posts right now from the show. That's the video work that was on inside of that death trap dark space. So that's like... You walk in, you're in this like dark pit and there's a drop in front of you and you're just standing there. And what you're looking at when you look at the other wall is a picture, like it's a video of a dude who's throwing himself against a wall. Oh. And it's like lit with like a spotlight. Okay. So he could be there in that space. Or he could not. And the other thing that kept happening is there was like a, um, like a flashlight that kept going off. Almost like, um... Like, uh, what are those lights called? Like on planes when they go round? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, blink at certain intervals, but yep. it was a blue one. So, and he was, was saying something, and you could feel and hear the physicality of um, like his body being thrown against this wall, and you just keep uh. like, going on this monologue. It was tiring and exhausting, <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna die in this space. Yeah. Did you die in this space? What happened? That sounds traumatic. It was, it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so many things that day. Yeah. No, I love art that makes you feel like affective work. It really was. Awesome. Yay. And these were your top three. These were your picks out of all the spaces. Like, no, I have three. a third one to tell you about. Oh, sorry. I thought that was your third. What's your third? That was three, wasn't it? But I lied. There's going to be another one. Okay. Wait, the other thing that I want to tell you about this specific work, um, this, the show at the Turtle Museum of Contemporary Art, um, the, what they did with the video work is the, all the different ways that the work was presented. So, you know, there'd be some things that was projected. There was some things that were on televisions. There's some things that were on screens. And they really seemed to play with medium of the moving image through a bunch of different presentations which was really cool and actually okay what do you reckon is the longest time you've ever spent in one exhibition 
In an exhibition? Just one exhibition. Um, well, there and was... And we're not talking about, like, national, like, collecting bodies, like the Louvre or something, or the NGV. Right. Like, I'm talking about, like, you went to see one contemporary gallery, and how long did you spend there? Hmm. Like, something not too huge in size. Maybe, maybe 30 minutes to 40 minutes? Maybe an hour max? We were in there for three hours. Yeah. We didn't yeah. notice. Hmm. But I mean, like, at the NGV, I've been there for, like, a day. Or, like, yeah. Mona, I spent a day, oh. a weekend. You know, it depends Again, that's, on... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, very specific, like, no, a contemporary art space. No, probably, like, an hour? <laughs> we oh. were in there for three hours. We walked wow. out and went, is it lunch? I love uh, that, though. What? That's so good. And, like, my lover isn't an artist and isn't part of the art world. Actually, do you know what? Oh, my God. It's too funny. Um, when I came back, I had breakfast with a girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, my God. Went to Seoul and ate all the food and drank all the booze and bought all the clothes and Cape Beauty products. Look at this lipstick I'm wearing and, like, all the fun things. And I'm like, and the art. So, so much art. I was like, saw so many galleries. So much incredible stuff. And my friend goes to me, goes to me, uh, so, and your lover, like, into it? I'm like, what? Like, well, is, is, is your lover into being, like, dragged around to all these galleries? I'm like, oh, I assume so. No, but also you don't have to be an artist or be in this scene to appreciate art. Three hours, though. No. Sometimes... He didn't complain. He didn't say anything. Oh. He was just as engaged. And, like, I kind of think, like, at the end, I had to pull him out. Okay. It's just like, yeah. mm, I think I'm getting hungry. But the, that's the point, right? And yep. sometimes, like, video work can be... Off-putting. Oh. Yes. Well, I, I don't know. Like, just... Because that's my experience, right? Well, bad work, regardless of medium, is bad work. So, mm-hmm. video work that is exhaust Like, I once watched a video work at the NGV that went for, I think it was an hour. And I didn't know when I sat down. It was part of the triennial. Oh, cool. Yeah. And um, I didn't know it was going to go that long. And it was good work. I was engaged. Mm. But then even, like, a five-minute work, if it's bad, it feels like an hour. Right. So. It, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was really cool. I really awesome. liked it. Um, but yeah, and the third gallery. Should I tell you about yeah. the third gallery now? Yes, please. Do. Yes, please. Yes, do. Can't. Oh, seriously, I'm just like living through these spaces. Oh, it's about maybe twelve out. Yeah, twelve. Twelve artists. I'm not sure. But okay. Hours right. It's a big group show. Mm. Yeah. But still, like, what's the average for that time? You know, like. To spend three hours looking at 12 artists' work. Yeah, it must good be good work. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, so then that brings me to the last ex- uh, gallery that we went to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and this was, we saw this on like maybe the second or the last, second last day. And um, this is the Liam Samson Museum of Art. And this shit right here is like, the I can't say it's the top one because I have like a lot of space in my heart for the previously two mentioned right. spaces. Yeah. But this space is like if you're not an art person and you don't have a lot of time and you kind of like want to do a museum um a per city per holiday, I reckon this is your spot. Okay, why? So it's a museum that has 
three buildings that are all built into one building. They kind of there's three different architects that work on the three different buildings. Okay. And they are blended together as one building. Cool. And so there is a what I love to describe as the old pots and things space. Yeah, right. And then there is a modern space and then there's a contemporary space. Yeah. And you buy your ticket and you get sent up to gallery one and you get told to catch the lift to the very top. Yeah, yep. Because as you walk through these spaces and you look at the old pots and the old coins and all that jazz and they occasionally have like bits of contemporary work that sparkled in there or modern work that sparkled in there. So this is a reference to these pots. That's kind of like at the NGV, you know, in the room with the room with the gold. We're still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. Do you need That's, to take that call? No, it's fine. It's just TPG. Oh, what do they want? My internet isn't just isn't connected at home because of TPG. It's oh. a long story. But in that room with the gold stained the stained glass window roof, sorry, stained window the stained glass roof, the ballroom. Yes. Upstairs, like if you go upstairs and you walk yes, around, and, and they've got the cabinets. Yes. They have, like one of them with all these traditional like ceramic lions also had a Pokemon in there, and I was like, Yes. What? And it was like giving reference to where like these contemporary images come from in yes. the past. So I love that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really love that toying as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back at the Liam, um, they have, yeah, you're up this massive spiral tower, essentially, and there's like all the, like there's a, a couple of different floors that you go down, I think maybe four or five different floors, I can't remember off the top of my head, and in the middle, it's like a, it's one of those circular tower buildings, you know, can yeah. shit, insert more, know more about architecture, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> one of those circular towers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you, you get to the very top and then you walk down as you walk through and you walk down this rampy thing. And in the middle, there's a beautiful artwork that hangs from the very top. Yes. To the very bottom. And it's these beautiful, like, colourful kind of glass things. And again, if you get vertigo, do not play with that one. That one's <laughs> intense. <laughs> the, uh, the colours are crazy. But... Uh, so yeah, that's the kind of contemporary space, the, the, the traditional like old art space. And then you go in and then, uh, you see the, the, the contemporary space. And again, you, um, that one is, I think three floors and you get sent to the top and like the gallerists, uh, or the, um, they're not the gallerists. They're like the gallery attendants are really helpful because they're like, no, 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 no. You can't walk in this way. Yeah, and make yeah. sure that you have the proper curated experience of the site awesome. as you should. Yeah. Um, my guess is this is a very expensive space. Okay, yeah. This like money was poured into this beautiful museum. Yeah. And so you walk through like yeah, three floors of like kind of contemporary space. Awesome. Um, and there's yeah, it's just so cool. And then there's the third and final space, which is the um, sorry, space two was the modern. Space three is the contemporary. And that one is, and so I believe they have, they have a collection, but it's yep. a rotating collection. Like yep. you know, places like the NGV have beautiful things, and sometimes they play with them. Um, the I think the traditional historic museum stuff I think is pretty set and pretty permanent because yep. that's the way it's installed. You can even tell that shit ain't going nowhere. Right. Yep. Like it's it's and it's beautifully lit and you, and it's beautifully preserved. 
Um, and then the modern section is there's more of a rotation. Right. Um, but again, uh, an insane mixture of arts. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just like really cool shit and really cool shit all in the one room that I didn't expect to see. Like, um, yeah, it just kind of blew my mind a little bit. And then there's the third, which is the contemporary space. Yeah. Um, that I think is the touring exhibitions. Um, and the exhibitions that are kind of like rotating a lot more often, but it just gives you three tiers of art history and yeah, in these like three beautiful spaces and the, the, the way it just, the space again, leads you to walk through and engage with the work. And it wasn't tiring for a, like an institution of like their scale and their collection size, you like it wasn't too much. Like, museum fatigue was not something that happened. And you know what, actually? What? We were both sick while we were at that gallery. So, um, you know, like, yeah, museum fatigue, we talk about a lot. But yeah. I, again, didn't feel like that experience was just at like the perfect amount of time. Amazing. And yeah. if you were to even stop and engage with every work for a couple of minutes or, you know, like 30 seconds, whatever the average is that we give, um, it was a lot and it was inspiring and it was insightful, but it wasn't overwhelming. And it was just like perfect in its delivery. Perfect from yeah it was just freaking love it and how old is that place like how long has it been around oh yeah good question um we'll again do the things with the links yeah but um i don't know i don't think it's like bad. did it look no like, no it seemed pretty new awesome so um again one of the books that i bought from them was our oh, 10th anniversary edition. Damn, I haven't opened that one yet. <laughs> so I buy all these books and I don't even look at them yet. I forgot to bring my books. I know, it's okay. But hey, I'm sure the guidebook... Oh, wait, hang in a sec. Yes, it uh, opened in 2004. Oh, cool. So still Super fairly new. new, yeah. Super new, yeah. yeah. Just over a museum decade. Museum 1 and Museum 2 and then the contemporary space as well. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, well, so it was so a very art-heavy holiday, a wonderful... Like, you said you had a week. Yeah. And you crammed all this into a week. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. And I ate a lot, and I drank a lot. Yeah. I slept a lot. Really? You slept. And if you want to support us, um, I've noticed that, um, like, people with adult podcasts do this a lot, where they go... Please subscribe and like yeah, review yeah, and yeah. like hit stars and things. Definitely, you can stream us on uh, iTunes or Spotify for free, which no doubt you're doing right now. And you can rate, review, subscribe, but also just send us checks. <laughs>